we want to pick up um, part two of life on God's terms because, you know, too long we've been um, walking in the things that we believe is pleasing God and our foundational scripture is literally coming from the book of Romans chapter 8. I encourage you to read the entire chapter of Romans um, because it will definitely let you know that um, who we are in Christ Jesus and how to live a life on God's term. We don't want to um, not live the life of God's term. We don't want to refuse God's terms. We want to receive it and know that God is always working behind the scene. God is always there. He'll never leave us, nor will he ever forsake us. Glory to God. And Romans 8, I'll just read it starting at, matter of fact, I'm going to start at the, the first verse because uh, you need to know that Romans 8 and 1 said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So if you are in Christ Jesus and you still walking after the flesh, then you're not dead yet. Hallelujah. You still got some residue of the world hanging on you and you need to renew your mind daily. You need to hang out in Jude 120. You need to have a deeper relationship with God because you can't have one foot in and one foot out. Glory to God. Because we read in Romans chapter 8, go down to... The verse 11, but our, our foundation of scripture is, um, it is verse 11, but we read yesterday, Romans 8, 9 through 11, it says, but if the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in in you dwelleth in you that doesn't only means that he, he's going to quicken your body and make it new but it also means that the spirit of god that lives in you he will teach you and help you to live pure and holy there's no way that when you are in christ jesus that you want to practice sin there's no way that you'll feel good in your in, in sinning because the Holy Spirit always will have a way to give, give you to escape when, when temptation is there. Listen, Jesus was even tempted, but he passed the test every time. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you if you listen. You know, my son asked me the other day, he said, Mom, um, what is that, that lady who uh, turned into a pillar of salt? He said, what, why did she turn around? I said, although she knew God, she know of God, but she really didn't have him in his heart. Her heart was still towards the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah. She still had passion for that. 
So that's why she turned to look when, when God gave them a way to escape. He said, don't look back. So when she looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt because her passion and her heart was still on the things of, of, of the sin nature. Now when God deliver you, he deliver you for real. But remember the enemy and in, and sometimes it can be the enemy of your soul is forever trying to highlight the things of the past. Remember the Bible says sin is pleasurable for a season. And all of us have experienced the pleasure of sin. Some things that it was so, so good that it took some prayer warriors and intercessors to pray us through, to get us to the other side. Get the book. Get still a good thing damaged but not a done. I share and I expose certain things that I had to call on the prayer warriors because I couldn't do it on my own. Glory to God. But when you know that you reside with God, You want all what he has, the very nature, the very characteristic of him. Where you don't want to sin against him. You don't want to hurt God. You don't want to be disobedient. You want to walk in the woe. Be willing in, in obedience. Glory to God. It's time for the church to realize that they don't own themselves. You don't have an opinion. When it comes to the things of God, you just say, yes, Lord, I surrender all. The problem is we still have the power of choice. The problem is we still know that we can say yes or no. As I said, Jesus said in Luke chapter nine, if you want me, you got to follow after me and you got to take up your cross the cross represent death meaning that you got to die daily to death in order for something to resurrect it got to die Jesus had to die and then he resurrect so the same spirit that's in Jesus reside within us and I think oftentimes consciously or subconsciously, we don't realize that the Holy Spirit lives within us. Because if we did, we will call upon him in every situation. Let me share with you. If you don't know by now, Minister Matt love bath and body works. And I believe in and buying deals and I got an email that says that Bath and Body Works had a sale a one day sale on the travel size um, perfumes and the sprays and the lotion for $2.75 Lord Jesus that was a deal and 20 was the limit now I purposely made up in my mind that I was going to go to Bath and Body Works and get me 20 of those $2.75 deals. I said I purpose in my mind. 
but I could not get an okay in my spirit, man. See, when you live a life of Christ, you'll consult him about everything. I thought I purpose in my mind that I wanted to go do that. I was still praying, Lord, should I do that? Should I go? It's a deal. It's a good deal too. And I heard no. And guess what? I obeyed because I realized my life is not my own. When you begin to practice, Father God, what should I do? Which way should I go? Am I supposed to be doing this? Am I supposed to be talking to this person? Am I supposed to be giving this? Remember, Romans also tell us in chapter 8, verse 14, those who are led by the Spirit of God. So that means the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost is in you that he will lead and guide you into all truth. He'll lead and guide you into all truth. There's no way, as I said, God is exposing He's, matter of fact, God is the master strategist that he's letting the wheat grow up with the tear. Y'all know anything about gardening and planting. Sometimes the weed looks like the real thing. Mm, my God. But what the weed is doing, the weed is literally trying to drain and snatch the very life out of the real thing. But that's why God said, let them grow up together and he will be the one. It's God who will know what's real and what's not real. Glory to God. So we can have life on God's terms. Not your terms. It's not your way. It's God's way. And his way is holy. The world only want to focus on God is love. God is love. But he's also a holy God and a righteous God. And we can't live this life any kind of way. We got to consult him in everything that we do. Let me give you some, some keys to understand this life. That we can live on God's terms. Hallelujah. Just seven keys to understanding life. And and, and when we're talking about understanding life, we're talking about life as God intended for us to live in the terms of him as his children. In a relationship with him. Glory to God. Well, the first key... That represent is Jesus. And his sacrifice for us. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave. You and I have an opportunity to have a relationship with God through Christ. And to be his disciples as, as Sister Shantaria read. His ministers. A flame. A fire. And as a disciple of Christ, we can learn to follow the counsel and guidance of the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised us that he'll never leave us comfortless. So he gave us the spirit 
that we can follow after and allow him to take over. Oh, my God. Listen, Jesus conquered hell, death, and the grave. You mean to tell me he can't conquer you from lying, from you from bite biting, from you from fornicating and, and living a life of sin? You got to allow him. That's why I pray, Holy Ghost, take over. Because I can't do this by myself. I need you. And he is the Godhead in the earth realm today that we can call upon. You can't live any type of lifestyle. You know, one of the things that the Bible said that if this gospel is hid, it is hidden to those who are lost because the God of this world has blinded their eyes. That's why the world says it's my thing and I can do whatever I want to do. That's why you can see two men loving each other and two women loving each other because they're lover of themselves. There's no way that's the love of God because God love is holy. Desire is a force. And we can allow the Holy Spirit. We can hear his voice within our hearts and that we can live the life on God's terms with the key of Jesus, knowing that we can have a relationship with God through Christ Jesus. The second key is the Holy Spirit, John 16, 12 through 14. Do the Jesus sacrifice the Spirit of God permanently indwells in believers. And permanently means that even when we fall to the flesh, because let me tell you, even when we sin, God don't turn his back. He's right there. The, you take the spirit of God with you. The spirit of God will not stop seeking to communicate with you, to counsel you, to instruct you, to comfort you. Even when we fail, even when we fall short. We just need to be on the right channel. That's why you got to say, Holy Spirit, take over. Take over me. Consume me. Overwhelm me. Hey, glory. I don't want to wake up every day without first consulting him. Overwhelm me. Consume me. Take over this. He is here to lead and guide us. We need to learn to build ourselves up by praying more so we can hear him. Glory to God. The next key is spiritual warfare. Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. This also represents both God the Father and Satan the flesh that the war, the war is not against flesh and blood. However, Satan seek to wage against God. And that also include us. 
believers often focus on spiritual warfare, uh, spiritual war as they see it unfolding in others. But we must also apply the rules and concept of spiritual fight to our lives. We got to realize it's not our brothers and our mothers and our sisters and our co-workers that we're fighting against. It's spiritual. And we need to learn to put on the whole armor. We need to learn to pray. We need to learn to discern God's voice and guidance. And the key training is focusing on him and saying, Holy Ghost, you are the God in the earth realm. Help me. Even when it comes to spiritual warfare, teach me how to, how to stand after I've done all that I know how to do. Help me not to get in the way of the fight because the fight is already fixed. Remember, the flesh is always trying to tempt us and trying to get us to fail, to discern and follow the plan of God and live the life on his terms. But we can do it by faith. Everything we do must be by faith. I know sometimes people look at ministers or look at those because they can speak in tongues. And, and most people are like, ooh, well, that, that's a powerful woman of God. You heard those type of tongues? Proving that you have the Holy Spirit is not because you speak in tongues. The proof that you have the Spirit of God is that you lack the ability to sin. You have God's nature that you don't want to sin. My God, it's time for us to line up and agree with God's word from Genesis to Revelation and everything that's in between. And we can do it by faith. Another key is the Bible. Oh, my God. It amazes me when I... When I be out and I see people with their Bible open up on Psalms 23 on their dashboard. It's a good gesture, but is it a good God thing? We need to have the word of God in us. God's written word, 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. We are to use God's word. And the Bible demonstrates how others use God's words to be successful on this side of heaven. The Bible also gives us instructions and teaches us how to use these keys. Remember the Holy Spirit, he will give you revelation of the information of God's word. But in order for him to be the revealer, 
to get in it. My God. We got to realize that you and I have the author of the Bible within us. Counseling us. But you got to get in the B-I-B-L-E. It is the Holy Ghost that will reveal. He will bring those scriptures back up to your remembrance. But you got to do something. It's going to require you to get in the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. The next key is you. You represent the kingdom of God. You and your life. John 3, 16 and John 14, 12. God created you. God gave you a free will. Christ died for you. And guess what? What you do with your life counts. Although there isn't much you can do on your own, whether you let Christ live through you or not matters. Therefore, you got to let the spirit of God rule and reign in your life in order for you to live life on God's terms. It's time for us to have a self-examination. Do I really have the Holy Spirit? Have I really yield my life? Am I following after him? Or am I still being influenced by the way of the world? The next key is your heart. Matthew 15, 18. 1 John 3, 18 through 24. God designed our hearts to be a spiritual tool. A kind of spiritual early warning system. It is designed to alert us when sin seeks to claim us and when we are being tempted to act in the flesh as in our old self. The Lord is always tugging at our heart. And see, because we know ourselves and we know what we do in secret, the enemy will always try to bring that old nature up. But we can have our hearts in alignment with God's will. And God will give us the answer. The Holy Spirit will speak to us about our hearts. That's why we need to seek the transformation. By renewing our hearts, our minds daily. Getting in the word. And last but not least, <laughs> your mind. The last key is your mind. Romans 12 and 2. Your mind has two parts. The unconscious part and the conscious part. God created our mind this way for the purpose. God designed it critically to facilitate free will for us and for us to be able to participate in spiritual battles. But we got to let this mind. It requires us to let let the law elect 
let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. And it's also going to allow you to put, put, put the mind of Christ. <laughs> Glory. It's also going to have you to renew, renew, renew your mind. Daily. So when temptation and trials come up, you won't be like a yo-yo up and down. You'll be able to stand firm on the firm foundation, which is the word of God. In other words, you'll be able to stand on God because guess what? Your mind is at peace because you have his mind. So we can live successful. We can have the life on God's terms when we keep his word. Deuteronomy 29 and 9 says, Keep therefore the words of of this covenant and do them that ye may prosper in all that you do. So if you live the life on God's terms, you'll prosper. And not some of the things that you do. The word of God declares, and all that you do, you will prosper. So let us live life on God's terms. You know how? Because the Holy Ghost, the same spirit, think about it. The same spirit that raised Jesus lives in us. And we can't live any kind of way. You need to build your relationship more. By residing in him and letting him reside in you. And say, Holy Spirit, take over. Because I can't do this by myself. In Jesus' name, amen.